Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. It's not bonus time. No, it's not. It's It's regular time. Monday morning. That's right. Good morning. Guys, how was your weekend? Was it fabulous? I hope it was. (laughs) (laughs) We're just getting our weekend started, to be honest with you. Yeah. We're sitting here. I'm recording live from the Macaulay Academy. 
aka homeschool classroom with my dog with your dog yeah that is awake with me i am having a problem with my dog you're also having a problem with your computer and your microphone oh so audio quality might be a little challenged but i think we got it going on it's okay you guys but i think it'll be good enough yeah don't give us a bad review for the audio quality today or the next couple weeks please thanks so much try not to be jinxed not to be a chrissy yeah although we love a lot of chrissies but you know what i'm saying you know the one we're talking about don't be a karen don't be a chrissy don't be a dick that's right good that should be a bumper sticker Okay, listen, what should I do about my dog? I have the cutest dog in America. I'm not even exaggerating. It's, it's a fact, okay? But I'm thinking about renaming her Jodi Arias or Shayna or something oh, to no. the likes because, because she is such a psycho bitch, literally, okay? To your she, kids or to the- No, to us, no, oh, no, no, way. no, this is saying, this is why she needs to be a Shayna. She is so sweet. She's obsessed with us. But anyone else, she's about to take them out. I mean, if and if we give attention to anyone else, she's going to take them out. Oh. I mean, she doesn't actually jealous. bite, but she she is starting to like her bark has turned to like a growl. growl. Like she's on she's on fire. She's Ooh. got something to prove. I mean, even when we were on our trip, People tried to win her over while we were in the car because she would go so psycho that we were talking to other people and give her a bone. And she would say, oh, no. I cannot be bought. I cannot be bought. I, I turned my nose up at that bone. Oh, you, you just, you just back off my boo. That's what she was saying. Back I up. I know. I feel like somebody out there is a dog trainer that can give us some helpful tips. Yes, please. Welcome. Welcome. Them. Welcome to the new Jody Arias. What else? <laughs> Saga. What else is going on? Oh gosh. Well, I've been furniture shopping, so I feel like Goldilocks. Oh. I've sat my ass on every single goddamn couch in Texas. Oh, okay. I was wondering where you were going with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some of them are I too like hard. That. Some of them are too soft. Most of right. them are not just right. Anything is better <laughs> than the last couch you had. Let's face it. Oh my god. That couch was a lot of drama. Okay, you guys, like these custom couches, I'm not into it. You gotta fluff that shit. I I even went on one and I was like, I could already tell the sales guy was like, this this is like a fluffer. I can't I can't have a fluffer. He's like, No, it's really easy. You just take the corners and you just give it one little that 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 and I'm like, No, I ain't got time for that. I'm not doing one little that 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 five times a day. Sorry. Move on. No, thank you. I will take the harder couch that doesn't have the feathers in it that, you know, looks good all the time. Yeah, dark colors. You have children. Yeah, I know. I mean, I already returned a couch that it never was delivered because I'm like, I'm crazy. And my husband's putting me on a tight budget, real tight. So. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Listen, last night we were chatting and you were making fun of my pants when you cut me off. Oh, they seemed a little extra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you guys. I think they're like mullet pants. They're like party in the front. (laughs) Maybe it's a reverse mullet (laughs) because it's a reverse party in the back. Yeah. They're reverse (laughs) mullet pants. 
Yeah, but I was thinking they were pretty good for myself. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get out Tell much. Us about but I was your thinking, pants. like, I, I was thinking, I'm feeling myself in these pants. Maybe I should go somewhere. I got them from the Old Navy, and they are pleather in the front and like stretch yoga pants in the back. I'm like, they're perfect. This is what it takes for me to dress up. Oh, yeah. I got to see the pleather. I, I like pleather pants when they actually look like leather. I know you like, like pleather plastic, pants. We wear them all the time. But if they look like plastic leather. <laughs> I to... Listen, you guys, last night she hung up on me, rained on my parade. I thought I was so hot. I, now I'm thinking like, maybe I'll go places. I just need new pants. Maybe I'm going to buy some of those pajama jeans. Jeggings? Then I'll get out of the house. Are they called jeggings? No. 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 Pajama jeans. They're oh. like jeans, but they are as comfortable as pajamas. Have you not seen the infomercial? I think that I must not look at the same things as you. So those don't come in my feed. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly, clearly not. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. No I mean, shade, I'm half joking about the. I'm half joking about the pajama jeans, but not really. Not really. Moving on from pajama jeans, since no one really needs those, I'd rather just wear pajamas out or sweatpants. Oh, I do that. Just, just I get do some that, cute literally. sweatpants. Oh, I do that too. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for a crime? Oh, I have been ready for two weeks now. Sorry. <laughs> kidding okay yes I am well it's a good one so hold on tight today I am going to tell you about the bizarre case of Miss Carla Schaefer I stumbled upon this case while looking for a case that involved the San Juan Islands since I was going there but I didn't end up doing it before I went, but I actually circled back around to this case after leaving Orcas Island. And because the details are so disturbing and it involves the place, well, actually places I visited while on the island, my husband thinks it's a good thing that I didn't know too much when I was actually there. After I told him about the case, he said something like, thank God you did not know all this because you would have not shut up about it and been looking at all the locals like they were crazy. And he's probably right. And so is it a solved case or would you have been looking at the locals like you're the one? No, it, it, well, now you're making me spoil it. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Sorry. Okay. But no, basically, no, it's not solved. Okay. I mean, I've solved it. Yeah. Basically. Okay. So there's, Basic detective. there's that. Yeah. There's that. Okay. Okay. So a little more on that. I will say, you know, I love the Pacific Northwest and the San Juan Islands are my favorite place on the planet. And I, it's somewhere we go year after year. I dream of retiring there. And you guys know I am a real estate whore. I'm always looking at it, but I never consider buying on Orcas Island, even though Orcas is probably the most beautiful of all the San Juan Islands, because I just have always said there is just something about that place I don't vibe with. I cannot explain it. I can visit there, but I couldn't actually live there. It gives you the heebie-jeebies a little bit. There's just, There's yeah. There's just something. There's just something. And Oprah has a house there. 
So it's me giving up my chance to be like in my head, be neighbors with Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Okay. For you, for sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> Second to Dolly. Yeah. I like the friends in my head. Okay. So Carla moved to the island with her husband, Jim, shortly after the two married in the 80s. They visited the island and fell in love with it and raised their two girls there. And eventually they divorced, but Carla remained on the island still. And so did her daughters for most of that period from what I understand. Okay, so in 2006 on Orcas Island, Carla Schaefer lived an eclectic kind of life, which I think is typical of a lot of mm -hmm. Islanders. She did some artwork, some naturopath healing work with something called a Rife machine. Uh-huh. You know? Yep, I she, know. <laughs> she also worked in food service <laughs> because you have to do something that actually makes money. Pays the bills. Yeah. 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 When I lived on Kauai, everyone had like four jobs, right? Including yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah, including myself. So she had been on the island for years, you know, of course, and made lots of friends who describe her as someone who's always on a spiritual journey. You know, mm -hmm. the islands attract the type. So how I interpret this is, you know, she was real into hippie shit, yeah. which I'm not knocking. I'm, I'm real into hippie shit too, but maybe not to the extreme Carla was. She practiced something called the Baha'i faith, which mm -hmm. from what I found seems pretty cool. It's something that is like a philosophy slash religion, I guess that unifies Buddha and Allah and God, you know, all others. So, you know, whatever works for you, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down so with it. I had friends that are Baha'i. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, the one thing you can't do is you can't drink if you're of Baha'i faith. Oh, I'm out. So yeah, I thought it would be out on that one. <laughs> Damn it. I know. Okay, well, you know, that wasn't the only thing she belonged to. She also belonged to a group that is centrally located on Orcas Island that is called Samboda. And I don't know whether you can drink or not, but I'll tell you what, it does not seem cool. And I'm going to tell you why I think that. If you read their webpage, it's all like star backgrounds and talk of ancient traditions. And the idea that Samboda is not a religion, it's a movement to yeah. raise consciousness, okay? Okay, so, you know, that, that like relatively harmless hippie shit, whatever, right? But when you dive a little deeper, you learn how it came to be was due to this man whose real name is Janice. That's my aunt's name. Okay, yeah, your aunt is a woman. Yes. Uh-huh. Aunt Janice. I love your Aunt Janice. Yeah, me too. Okay, just a little unusual. This is the man. Aunt Janice, but he actually, he maybe that's why he, he goes by the name Aravinda Himadra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not going to continue saying Aravinda Himadra, so I thought we should agree on a name for him. 
right now? Ari. That's a good name. Ari. Okay, Ari. We're going to call him that. Okay, Ari is the center of this organization and the source of all the teachings, which they say have been kept secret by masters for thousands of years. But basically, you can pay Ari some coins and he will pass the info along, which is the answer to all things that matter. And this is I like, mean, I'm like, I'm surmising. adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surmising all, all of this. Okay. But I, I mean, when you get down to the brass tacks, I mean, that's basically it. And obviously that's when it starts to sound culty. Culty. Yeah. 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 And then when you look at this guy and he's got these piercing blue eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, white hair and it I don't think he is wearing a toupee but it looks like he is because he's he's got a do okay does he have tan skin he does have tannish skin Uh and he's just got that full of shit smile oh yeah the Newsome smile. Then, Can I just and then the all smile? all my cult alarm bells start ding 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 ding. You know, right? Yeah. You got yourself one charismatic leader asking for money. That's cult, right? Okay, so it's hard to believe that people are buying what he's selling, but you know, people do, and Carla did. Carla was like many good people out there and just out there looking for answers, seeking purpose, which I totally get. So it's inevitable that she would seek out Ari and his wife, who was Ashara Himadra, whose real name was Jill. Okay, so Janice and Jill, Ari, and let's call her Ashi. Okay. <laughs> Being that they all live on island with a population of about 4,000 people, okay? So Carla was a member of Samboda for at least three years, according to friends. And in those years, she adapted some telltale cult member behaviors, like she cut off the friends she had had for over 20 years, and she changed her name to Nahim. Okay. Another sign, disconnection usually equals cult, Uh right? Okay. By the way, Leah Remini's series about Scientology is now on Netflix, I saw. Oh. So if anybody else wants to be a a cult aficionado like myself, just binge the series and we're equal pretty much. Okay. So I have to give credit to this woman named B. Schofield for her deep investigation, which she did while staying on Orcas Island for a month because there was another short article by a CBS reporter and little news for clippings about the incident, but B really dug into Carla's island life. And so I was curious, who is this B woman? You know, what's her motivation? Mm -hmm. Well, she's pretty cool. She has a history of exposing cults, which is fascinating to me. That's your which, like, um, <laughs> your like alter ego. Like you wish that that like was you. Oh my gosh, some other life. Listen, yeah, 
I have the curiosity, but B has the balls. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I'm not actually showing up. I'm not sitting in your TP, your sweat lodge. No, we're a little scared of that. Yeah, I'm real scared of that. I don't want to get dehydrated or anything. But B would do it, I think. She's She's in there. She's tough. Okay. So actually, because of B, read, learning about her, it led me to read about Bhagwan Ranish and his followers, which are the basis of the Netflix doc, Wild Wild Country. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. This is all total side note. So I watched that and it's so bananas and controversial about a cult takeover of a whole town in Oregon Yeah. that it was compelling. I have to tell you all to watch it and let me know if you think I do an episode on it because some of the main players are actually still alive. So it might be interesting to kind of pick up where Netflix left off. Yes. I digress. Okay. 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 I think you should do that. Back to to Carla and B. Okay. Okay. Back to B. Most of what we know about the following events is because she spent so much time interviewing locals. So what we know from her interviews is that Carla had started to tell people that she wanted out out mm-hmm. always a bad thing yeah and it's real said, hard to get out oh yeah she was saying things like there's a dark side to samboda and she was afraid there are also at least two witnesses to a confrontation that she had with ari at a restaurant as well apparently it was like it was heated mm. okay So on December 14th, 2005, in the morning, Carla was found naked on the front lawn of a home close to the center of town. She had driven there that night. A witness recalls passing her on the main road at night. She was driving on the wrong side with her head out the window. That's how they numbered it was her okay Uh when carla was found she had suffered 30 to 40 stab wounds she had a black eye her stab wounds punctured her liver and her lungs her jaw was broken as well as some of her teeth she also had two very fine straight slits on both of her eyelids like vertical slits cut Yeah. Okay. When first responders asked her who did this to her, she said it was a male spirit who did this to her. She was clear it was not a physical person. When she spoke to a friend, she was adamant that she did not do this to herself, but that it was complicated. Carla was taken to a hospital in Bellingham, Washington. While she was being treated, officers went to her home, which is a unique islandish kind of situation. It's part of like a community. Okay. So there's like a common area, but she had her own, what they call sleeping cabin. Okay. So there's a common area she's shared with other residents. So when the officers arrived, they found one of these residents cleaning up the crime scene, basically, right, which had taken place in the kitchen. This woman, Deb, we're just hitting all your family members. Seriously. Okay. 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 Deb said that another neighbor 
told her to go clean up a mess in the kitchen made by the cat. She said she was doing just that, just cleaning up a mess made by a cat, which was like four bloody knives, Lots broken of blood. glass, blood spatter on the walls and the rug, and a broken jar of lentils. So hippie, okay? <laughs> so, so the police told this woman, stop, but it was already too late. She had removed any possibility of getting fingerprints off the knives or anything like that that would help with the investigation. It's not clear the extent of this woman's personal involvement with Samboda, other than her and her partner, Clay, are clearly friends with Ari and Ashi and known members, okay? Mm-hmm. B interviewed this woman And as crazy as it sounds, she stands by. She says the scene didn't strike her as anything unusual other than cats. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started 
with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. So how, how would cats have knives? Is that like I, a... I, I don't know. A spiritual I mean, thing. So it's like something that she must. She must have. She must have been real high or something like that. I was okay. wondering, did they find any drugs in Carla's no. system? No. No. Because I would think they would have done these like crazy mushrooms or something, and then she was like, "Oh, it's a spiritual being Mm-mm. killing me." So, with there essentially being no crime scene. And Carla not naming an attacker, she also didn't have any defensive wounds. It was ruled as self-inflicted. And after spending oh ten, yeah, after spending, I told you it's bizarre. Ten days in the hospital, Carla was sent to a psych unit where she spent another four days. So two weeks after Carla's bizarre stabbing, she was released from the hospital. Who she was released to was interesting because it's two people that were involved with Zambuda. Okay. They cared for her for a few days and then Carla grew suspicious of them and demanded to go to her home where her neighbors, so like the common residents, Uh right, were given the task of taking care of her. And mainly, specifically, two 
neighbors. And this was the woman who was cleaning up the scene, Deb, Deb. and her husband, Clay. Yeah. So you can imagine she was still very frail after suffering so much trauma just 20 days prior. Okay. I believe she even lived. I know. Okay. That same night, she arrived back at her little community, which is called the Opal Commons. That neighbor, Deb, called the police to say she couldn't find her. Police came and they did find her. She was actually in her sleeping cabin, sleeping. They checked on her. She was clearly still breathing, but completely unresponsive when they tried to wake her. So they just left her to sleep. Now, her family says she's a real light sleeper, so that doesn't make any okay. sense. And, you know, I would imagine I should probably go back to what you asked before because you asked me about drugs in her system. Yeah. Maybe she did have drugs in her system, but they were probably what she was prescribed. I mean, I imagine she was still on painkillers or something. I don't, you know, I don't know. No, but I mean, when they picked her up from like the stabbing, did they, I wonder, stabbing? they maybe even didn't check because she didn't die. So they didn't do an autopsy or anything. I don't, I don't think that there were drugs in her system at the point of the stabbing. And I'm going to get to another part and there were not drugs in her system. Okay. But I don't know. I question whether at this point, why she was so unresponsive. Yeah. Maybe she was on drugs and I'm not clear about that. Okay, so they just leave her to sleep. The next night, Deb and her partners say they had checked on Carla at 1.15 a.m. And this time she was missing. They so they decided had already this, called the cops and said she was missing, but she wasn't. The night before. The night before, they called the police. And she was still there, just unresponsive. The next night, they check on her at 1.15, like... That's a little unusual already to me. Right? Yeah, it's like I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person that's awake at 1.15. Okay. <laughs> they were, and they checked on her, and she was missing. But this time, they decided it was too late to call the police. Oh, my God. Okay. Very islandy, right? Okay. <laughs> Even though they, I mean, they had done it the night before. Okay, but whatever. What is interesting is that B says, they called the Samboda members that she had stayed with before she came back home. And then they called Ari and Ara, Ashi, whatever we named her. Okay. Okay. So it's like too late to call the police, but you can, you can call all your, all your friends, island connections. Yeah. 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 Shady. Okay. They didn't call the police until 9 a.m. To report Carla missing. Yeah, that, that's late morning to me. Okay. It's later than it is right now. For sure it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they called at 9 a.m. and then there was a search. And around one o'clock, Carla's body was found face down in a pond a short distance from her home. Clay, Deb's partner, told police that he had talked to a psychic and that Carla's body was east of her home and in water. He also said 
that he didn't want to push this vision of Carla near water because it could invoke aliens <laughs> and he didn't want them to come. Okay. 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 So her death was ruled accidental drowning. Oh my God, you gotta be kidding. No, she was not found to be under the influence of anything. Okay, this is the point where I'm saying she's not on drugs. It was a shallow pond. She was a strong swimmer. And the last person to have seen her alive predicted where she would be found, which is not suspicious as F or anything, right? I mean, also, they were the people cleaning up the cat mess, aka blood totally and you know it kind of reminds me remember that case like we did a long time ago about the um in Kalispell Tana about the bride who pushed her husband over yes. the cliff and then was like oh hey guys come yeah. look a little farther it's like something about these people I feel like they I mean they had called the police at 9 a.m it was 1 p.m they still hadn't found her she's only a hundred couple hundred yards from their actual house they're like, let's get this show on the road. I'm having a vision. Check over here for the body. Yeah. 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 Like loose like, lips. I got, I got okay. shit to do. Come on. We got we yeah. to yeah. wrap this up. I can't be like searching. Come on. Right? Okay. Oi. So crazy. So according to the San Juan Island investigator, there was no evidence of foul play. <laughs> oh God, who is this? Now you you are not living there, one hundred percent, right? Okay, and so and this is what they say: there was no evidence of foul play, and she was in water, so accidental drowning is the only option, right? Okay, wrong. For I mean, some reason, it sounds like he just wanted to close this case. He makes comment it, that he spent one hundred and fifty hours on it. So come on. He didn't. 150 all, hours. Uh, 150 hours, I don't think is that much. It's not that much, but I mean, a 40 hour work week, right? It's like a couple weeks of work, but. Listen, there's like no murders on the San Juan Islands. So, like, let's give this one some time. 150 hours? Well, he's I mean, like, I don't really work anyways. Tell that How to Kelly. Gonna, oh, I know who you're talking about. Kelly Siegler, I'm saying. Tell her about 150 hours, no, okay? This guy hasn't worked 150 hours. He's probably on his cell phone all day long, looking at whatever on the internet. So if he has to actually do some work, it's too, 150 He's over hours it. too much. Yeah. He does admit that, let's just be, just put out the scenario, like let's just say maybe she was suffocated and then put into the pond. Would, well, they, would they have been able to tell? And he yes. says, mm, probably not. But yeah, you're right, Tab. Yes, you actually can tell. You have to do and an autopsy and see how they actually drown, not just like, oh, it looks like her face is in the pond. She died of drowning. Well, years, okay, so they did an autopsy, but they just basically didn't do anything with the results, just ruled it accidental. But years later, a prominent medical examiner relatively recently, actually, I think 2016 or 17, he found that her lungs were not consistent with drowning. And 
that if not ruled a homicide, her death should have at least been ruled undetermined by authorities, the investigation open, right? So, I mean, that's balls, okay? But I don't know. Maybe the investigators had an epiphany like Ari, who says that he used his, now we're not talking about Clay, we're talking about Ari, Colty guy. He had used his mental abilities to connect with Carla and relive her final moments so he could have clarity. And he says she was determined to take her own life after her first attempt failed. Crazy. So the parts of Carla's story that I'm not clear about is her actual mental state. Her ex-husband, who she had a good relationship with, says her mental state was precarious at times. And I'm not exactly clear why it was she wasn't close enough for her daughters and him to be the ones that took her in after the stabbing. Yeah, I was wondering that too. But they probably didn't live on the island any longer. I know, but I think they were all in Washington. I mean, I know one of her daughters was away at college, so she's off the hook. And then I don't know about the other one. And it it could have just been logistics, but I think they were all still in the state of Washington. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she just demanded to go back to the island. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not clear on that. But anyways, things continue to get more bizarre in the days following her death. Other neighbors at the commons where she lived report to have seen people in robes in her home at night performing rituals and neighbors busted Deb trying to steal Carla's rife machine. These neighbors apparently had the wherewithal to think no one should be going through Carla's things except for her family. So they threatened to call the police if Deb didn't return the rife machine and they changed the locks on Carla's home and that all stopped. Is this community that she lives in, it's not all the cult. It's just kind of like a No, 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 no. There's actually I'm not sure how many members there were at the time, but now there's only like 15 to 30 on the island. Mm -hmm. Most members are in Europe actually. So it was just, I mean, I think it was just a, a little a little group. Okay. But I'm talking about where she lives. It wasn't like no, 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 no. Where she lived is actually, okay. Side note. This is, this is pretty rad. So where she lived is called the Opal Commons. You can look on the website and they have all different kinds of residences, homes, this kind of common shared space thing, whatever. And it's to bring affordable housing to the islands. So you can actually buy like a two bedroom house on Orcas Island. If you meet the financial requirements for like $130,000. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it has all these grants and, you know, so it's a it's a variety of people and families. Okay. Okay. So that's where she lived. So it just was ironic that the culty, other culty people live next door. Yeah, and- so it, w- it would be like if, you know, your nice neighbor died and then all of a sudden these weird people are coming over in robes. Oh. And this group was known to perform rituals like in robes and then get naked. Oh, That is so bizarre. And these members, this definitely happened because these members also talked to B and said, yeah, I mean, so what? We, yeah, we had a couple of rituals in her house after she died. What's weird about that? Everything. Ew. They killed her. It's very, what's that movie? The Village or something? I don't know if I saw it. Where they all wear the robes. Anyways, spooky. Okay. 
Well, Handmaid's Tales, they all wear robes too. I still haven't watched that. You're stupid. I know. I got to get on that. After okay. all the things that like I tell you to watch, which is zero, after <laughs> one of them. I know. I know. I know. But I need to upgrade my Hulu plan to not have commercials. I haven't done that. Can't figure okay. it out. Technologically challenged. And I get annoyed every time I turn Hulu on. Okay. Anywho, Samboda members that took care of Carla before she returned home left Orcas Island about a month after she died. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the original people. And they did not return to Orcas Island for 10 years. Wow. So I'm saying things continue to just be a little like, hmm, that's, some, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. There was a man who was just overheard saying, at least he didn't fuck Carla like the rest of them. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. This man reportedly left the island after her death as well. What is interesting about this is that think that what he's saying is this happened during the stabbing incident. When Carla was at the hospital in Washington, she refused to do a rape kit. So we don't really know if this is just gossip or hearsay or, you know, if she was raped too. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I think that she was maybe so intimidated by whatever happened to her that night that she didn't want to, you know, I mean, it's like the mob coming after you or something, you know, she didn't want to name any names because she was scared for more retaliation. Right. And if she would have taken a rape kit, I mean, it's a stretch because all we know is this one guy's hearsay, but that it could have implicated somebody or something. And I just, so I, Uh, That would be my reason for thinking why she didn't do it. Yeah. So conveniently, Ari and his wife also left about a month after her death for their pilgrimage to the Himalayas, which is probably where they get, not probably, it's apparently where they get loads of wisdom. According to their website, they refer to their, their intense pilgrimage. Okay. Before they left there for their months-long departure, okay, they creeped out everyone on the island. They made it very known to locals that they had nothing to do with Carla's death. I mean, is there anything more terrifying than someone, like, standing in front of you, smiling, saying, like, I didn't do it? So weird. No. Creepy, right? Yeah. And they did, like weird hand stood in front of businesses and like weird hand gestures just like freaked people out okay and so this went on for a while and people that continued to talk about it said stuff happened to them like they were followed a lot and it just changed the whole vibe on the island you know it's not a place where people typically even lock their doors but now everybody was on lockdown and looking over their shoulders because they were spooked What is crazy is that the police never interviewed Ari and his wife about Carla, but B did in 2018. Wow. This, this police officer, detective, whatever on the Island. I'm happy that you're alive, Gretchen, because they don't want to do anything. 
right? I mean, they don't even interview the people yeah. that could have done it. Yeah, it's, it's bananas. So we interviewed them. And in the interview, Ari told her that Carla wasn't even in his group. He says he just knew her from around the island, something which is disputed by even current members. She said he was nervous, stuttering when she questioned him. He also denied telling people that he had had that vision Carla's last moments, although multiple people say he told him the same story. He says those people are bold-faced liars. So during the interview, she asked him about his relationship with the people who picked up Carla from the psych ward. And he said, oh, I don't. I don't even have a relationship with them. He just knew of them, but he said he didn't have their phone number or anything extra like that. And then she, it's complicated, but she busted him on that, like right away through like, well, yeah, you do know their last name and their information because I have corresponding emails right here. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So he's irritated with B and in the interview, he just lied and lied. So, I mean, it didn't really go anywhere. And I mean, I just think it's amazing. He even spoke to her. Is, is that part of his religion to lie? Like that's usually not spiritual and religious too. Well, he's the creator. So I guess he can make up the rules, but this is years and years. So later, so I imagine this was in 2018. It happened in 2006. So I think he probably thinks he's like untouchable. Yeah, for sure. He does. Yeah. Maybe he just, he just spoke to her like, Oh, I'll just, let's just put this all to rest. Mm -hmm. And he's probably so narcissistic. He thought like, oh, she's going to get one look at my dreamy blue eyes. Hello, follower. Narcissistic. He he did a a religion around himself. Yeah. So before she concluded her investigation, B, she was able to look at crime scene photos of Carla at the police station. And we're not able to see them or I wasn't able to see them. You have to trek your ass down there. He says she was struck by was the fact that there were big holes in Carla's socks, which she spoke to her friends. Yeah, exactly. She spoke to her friends and family, which they all say, yeah, that was, that would have been way out of character. She wouldn't have been wearing holy socks. Yeah. So it implicates that someone had dragged her to the pond, Mm -hmm. which Sounds reasonable, right? Yeah. Okay, so after her story was published in Guru Magazine, which is where she does these cult exposés, okay? Pretty cool. Um, Ari sued her for defamation, and the lawsuit was dismissed, thankfully. Uh And Carla's daughter and ex-husband spoke to the CBS reporter and they said they don't believe she committed suicide and they still want answers. As far as what's up with Ari and his wife, it looks like they are still on the island. I could have found them. They have a podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And books and webinars and they have a following mostly mostly europeans and mostly young women from what i could find on youtube so they are still making a living shoveling shit he posts on facebook quotes 
of himself over pictures of mountains and crystals. I just find that like kind of funny. It would be like, how do people not see through this? It would be like if we put up a little picture of the ocean and said, what, what do we say? Eat a dick, Chrissy, Gretchen, and Tab. You know, like, oh. I mean, it's like, it's him actually posting quotes of himself. It's like so narcissistic, oh right? God. Okay. <laughs> but, but whatever. And his posts are like, here's, here's one. You cannot lose your love, just awareness of it. Are, is your mind blown? It's deep. It's really deep. Deep, deep, right? I'm pretty sure you lose love too. I'm 100% sure you can because uh, I've, I've I definitely have. lost it. Yeah, I've lost it. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while, but it, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely people have lost love for me. Chrissy. Well, <laughs> okay. Listen, I'll tell you about one person that lost some love for us real quick. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. But not for everybody. Okay. We'll just say that. No, we're not. Okay. Anyways, Homie has about 1,400 followers. That's, you know, not too shabby. Not many comments on his posts. Okay. We're doing better than him, though. Just saying. Yeah, we are doing better than him. So there. Okay. <laughs> But, but something kind of funny was that he posted something on his Facebook page about don't isolate yourself during the quarantine. And he got kind of into it in the comments with someone. This person kind of schooled him. And I went back to reread it because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's funny. I could talk about that. And it was gone. Oh, he deleted it. Yeah, I don't think he... I suspect he doesn't take too kindly to be being told what's Criticized. up. Yeah, that's right. Because it was, re he had, I mean, it was like really long. Gosh, I wish that's, I would have screenshot it. You got to screenshot that shit. Yeah. I just didn't think it would go away, but it, I mean, his response, I mean, they got into it. It was paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. You need to be paragraph. quicker about that. Well, I learned my lesson. I screenshot everything. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson the hard way. Okay. Yes. Anyhow. So that's it. We think so, it's the so cult members that did it. Ari, Ashi, Deb, and Clay. I think they're all in on it. And I wonder why. Because she wanted out and she was going to expose something that they knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe corruption. Corruption. Something. Maybe she was sleeping with Ari. I don't know. I don't know. And, and, or somebody, somebody else was. And somebody was going to tell his wife. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know. It was something. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy. So crazy, right? By the way, also you would have totally been looking for all those people on the island when you were there. You would have not had a serene time. Okay, so the headquarters for where they used to have their meetings is this place called the Outlook Inn, which I looked into it. I mean, it's, it's a really small town center, and it's by where she was, you know, found. And I specifically, like, I knew that place right away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I know that place. And I looked into it and was, it just looked like all the restaurants, most of the restaurants are pretty much closed or just available for takeout. 
and I thought, wow, this would be a cool place to go when the island actually opens up. So I knew it right away. And then he lives in Deer Harbor, another place. I mean, we were on the same end of the island, basically, that everything happened. And what is really creepy, though, is she's at this Woodlawn Cemetery. And I know this is probably not surprising, but I love cemeteries. And especially ones with with the stand-up graves. Like, I always take pictures of graves and stuff like that. And usually I make my husband pull over. But you just can't on this. It's just a two-lane road. You know, you'd have to like pull in. So I didn't feel like being that extra, but I definitely was like, I mean, I knew right away. Yeah. I was drawn there. And that's a cemetery that we drove by, you know, every time. I mean, the only place we went was our little cabin in the the market. But um, yeah, I drove by it every single time. So you weren't being crazy with COVID and like spreading your germs everywhere. No, I wasn't. Okay, good. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> okay. Oh, cute shirt, Gretchy. She's wearing her Eat a Banana Christie shirt. Oh, all the days. All the days. <laughs> so should we give some shout outs? Yeah. Okay. So I want to shout out Linda Kelly. She's what very active on Twitter. Um, and we're not. So I was oh, trying to Linda. be better about that. But Linda lives across the pond. Maybe. Oh. So thanks for listening. I have more Swagger Boo Boo. You know, you love that name. I do love that name. My Kind of Peeps. Well, thanks. Oh. Lisa Phillips, 2002. Thanks so much. She puts a big heart, five stars. Obsessed from Kels G29. She also says that we should look into the Addie Hall case. And Kelsey, I think is your name, or Kelly. Kel. did. We did that case and I don't know what number it is, but it it's was the New Orleans case. It's a New Orleans case and it has to be around because we did it when we were in New Orleans. We actually went to the apartment that she was murdered in and we did part of the episode there with a psychic. Spiritual priestess. Oh yes. Spiritual yeah. priestess. So we did it. You got to listen to it. That actually, I think is one of my favorite episodes of all time. Yeah. And one of our first. Obsessed from KBB. Nana Bear says, love Tab and Gretch. C-Max Pexy, the best. And I think that's it. There's one that was real bad for Bear Goose, 1950. Says that we're pretty much assholes because we don't give a shit about COVID-19. That just sums up that review. Okay, listen. Tab did give me a heads up about this. And I've been thinking about you, Bear Goose, and I am going to tell you to eat a dick. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about coming to the conclusion that we don't give a shit about COVID-19. I got I to gotta say something. Because we. this is what is wrong with our, our whole entire culture, is that I have to be afraid of saying, like, I went somewhere, you know, because I recall they're like, you're judging us for going places or whatever, because of your reaction is going to be so judgy. But let me tell you, you have never seen my purse. Okay. I am armed. I am armed AF. And I think it's sad that I have to explain that to people. You, I've got gloves. I have a freaking backlog of Clorox wipes. That's right. Don't come rob me. I have them. Okay. I have paper mats, cloth mats, 
N95 mask. I've got sanitizer coming out my ass. Oh, okay. now you're an asshole for having an N95 when that should be with the for the social for the front okay, well, workers, I've been, fucker. I've been I've been saving it. Okay. I think you had it actually before the I had it before virus. Yeah, before the coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. But listen, we adapt to situations. I am so extremely careful when we we drove to Washington and we stay at hotels where you don't have to, you know, check in where it's keyless entry from your phone. I mean, we take so many precautions and then we go to a remote cabin and then we spend the whole time outside. So I'm being very vigilant, but I just think it's sad that you jump to the conclusion that we're not being vigilant. And I know tab is the same way. You guys, we are taking every precautions. We're not fucking stupid. So that's what I want to say about that. Thank you. <laughs> and we do wear masks. Bear goose. And we do wear masks and our kids wear masks. I'm hello. I'm homeschooling. Listen, if you want to judge me, I think it's I'm judging going to me Hawaii. more than you, but <laughs> well, you're better than me because I send my kids to school and they are in like little plexiglass islands. Yeah. Like true. we are all adapting don't just like, listen, if you don't like us, that's fine, but don't jump to conclusions about whatever. And in addition to not jumping to conclusions, we have been accused of being too liberal. We have been accused of being too conservative. I'm over it. We don't talk politics. We just state a fact. I feel like people are very triggered right now and they want to make more out of anything that we say. And that is just really disheartening to me because we just want to say what is on our mind. And we're leaving politics off the table and I would hope that we would be free to say whatever without being, you know, castrated by one side or the other. That's right. Okay. Amen, sister. So that was really, that was real <laughs> long. Gretchen's been reeling since I told her about is, that review. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, this is why I don't read the fucking reviews. I don't even know if we should keep this part of the segment because I don't like them. <laughs> I don't read all the bad reviews, only just the ones that, the ones that I like, <laughs> the ones that I know will trigger you okay. a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Okay. We'll keep it to vapid. Bat that was bit. a good one. Sorry, vapid. 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 Okay. <laughs> Get it right. Okay. Housewives of true crime. Just. I hope my point is coming across that I just, we just want to be genuine, genuine. And I don't want to have to start walking on eggshells. Okay. I don't, I don't think you ever would. I wouldn't. Yeah. I know. Okay. Okay. So other than that, you guys, you know, we do have groups called Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook. That's for, you know, the special ones that want to participate with us. Then we have the regular Housewives of True Crime on um, Facebook. That's just, you know, general. And then uh -huh. we have a Instagram. We do have a Twitter and TikTok, but we're not very good on the T's. The Twitter and TikTok, we just, no, not. you know, got shit to do and too much of it. So anyways, um, thanks for listening. Clink, clink. We were drinking coffee today because I made Gretchen get up at 530 in the morning to record. Yeah, but I'm with it. Oh, and I just want to say, you know, happy, you happy more to say. Halloween to yeah, post Halloween, happy, happy Halloween. I really loved seeing everyone's costumes. That was 
so exciting. That was amazing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And now we're on to Thanksgiving and Christmas. So start listening to your holiday cheer music. Yeah. You're in Los Angeles. It's post 103.5. Holiday all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably have that in Orange County, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.